can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Firstly, I wanted to say congratulations on the soft launch. Do you have anything to tell the listeners? <laughs> or are we no, still keeping I it under wraps? I think we're still keeping it under wraps. So, you know, you kind of do a little bit of a soft launch, but it's that wasn't a proper soft launch even. I did a hard launch and I still feel like that because I'm with someone that lives. You did a full, full hard launch. Yeah. <laughs> people Are people DMing you asking like, who is he? Yeah. Where's he from? What yep. does he do for work? Is he coming home with yeah. you? Oh, yeah. I've Ooh. gotten all of that. He's not coming home yeah. with me, guys. Are you going to release more detail? Maybe um, you should do like a, a video update. <laughs> he, he's got where flying, both flying separately home on the same day. It's okay. very complicated. Oh, you're going to be an emotional I'm gonna be a wreck, wreck on that flight. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? You vlog that. <laughs> Can you imagine how upset I'll be? Yes, I can. <laughs> Do you know why as well? Because um, I, you know how I hate sleeping in the same bed as someone. Well, now I'm really used to it. Yeah. And now I'm like, wow. you know what I mean? Now I'm really <gasps> used to it. Oh, I can't believe this. I never thought I'd see the day where Hannah first would share a bed with someone and actually get a full night's oh, sleep. Oh, yeah, full night's sleep. Wow. But what I, the other thing I wanted to say that I sent you, and for those that haven't watch, watched it, Julia Fox, if you don't know her, she was in the movie Uncut Gems, Uncut Jums. <laughs> Uncut Jums. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she dated Kanye West and she's just sort of blown up since then. About three weeks. Yeah, it was a very, very short yeah. um, love affair. And she mm. is pretty out there, I would say. Um, yes. She recently did a um, tutorial on how to cut your jeans to make them low rise. It was bizarre. <laughs> but then she also did a makeup routine and she calls it the, the Julia Fox Eye. Is that what she calls it? I think she calls it a fox eye, yeah, yeah because her last name's Julia yeah. Fox. So she yeah. does always wears this really quite strange. I mean, good good on her. It's like a block a eyeliner. Block like think about the thickest eyeliner. eyeliner. So you've stuffed up your eyeliner and you've kept going over it and you get to a point where you're just like, oh, I've got to take this off. That's where she gets to, but she leaves it yeah. on. So she did a yeah. tutorial on how to get her fox eye, which um, I don't think anyone wants to wear that kind of I'm not uh, sure anyone even requested no, that, to be honest. But she just went out of her way it to do it. It did really well. Good on her, and it was really, really funny. And did you love it? was a train. Let's yes. be honest. It was a train wreck. I would, yeah, I, absolutely. I would wreck. have recorded that and not posted it, but good on her for posting yeah. it. There's no <laughs> yeah. way. I actually love She showed a little bit of her personality. Yeah. Like, she and did. I really respected that. And also, I'm a big believer in the, the man in the arena. Yeah. Kind of saying. Like, yeah, if you're yeah. not the one in the arena, like, you can't be one to throw stones. Yeah. So, totally. Good on her for putting herself out there. Uh, it's not our personal favorite look. But, no, but, yeah. but what did you think of her applying the Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk, like, really roughly with her fingers? Did you see that? 
it it kind of gave me flashbacks to doing makeup tutorials with you in the early, in the early days. days. <laughs> I always used a makeup brush. I never like just slapped it on and then it was just very aggressive. In. Yeah, but I never rubbed it in with my fingers like that. And I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh my god, the other thing that she said was that she loves skinny brows. I was like, what? Yes. Have you seen that trend on TikTok at the no. moment where people are using that filter? No. They use a filter that makes your eyebrows look really skinny. It's like a 90s brow filter. Uh, it's terrifying because um, we've all been there. Like everyone in our age group would have known that whole skinny brow, like when you're in high school plucking out your entire eyebrows. And I don't think I'm ready to go back to that. Well, I really don't think we're ready Pam for that. Pam and Tommy might bring that back too because Pam – yeah, James had really thin eyebrows and that to do Pam. And now Julia yeah. Fox has come out saying that she likes skinny brows. Anyway, please go and watch it. It's pretty funny. As soon as I watched it, I sent it to Joe and said, what did I say? Yeah. I said, can we discuss this train <laughs> you, wreck? Have you watched this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another thing as well. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to announce that, um, you know, how I came off the pill like just over a month ago, mm-hmm. I got my first period of the <gasps> pill. Oh my god! I was congrats. so excited. Congrats. Thank you. I was so pumped because I've heard so many like stories about people who've just struggled with like getting their period back or fertility coming off the pill, and I was just really, really excited. I've never been so excited to get a period in my life. Um, so yeah, that was just a little update for me. But it'll probably get old next month. But I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, it'll yeah. wear off pretty quickly. Um, especially because now I can't really manipulate it or control it with the pills. Yeah, so, uh, it's just a little bit inconvenient. Um, but we are still considering doing that episode on coming off the pill and, you know, all that kind of jazz. Um, we're just working through a few things at the moment. So uh, hopefully we'll have something for you in a in the form of a bonus episode, I hope. And so what's on today's episode, Joe? So on today's episode, following on from your uh, debacle with the micellar water, uh, you did a question box on Instagram. What's the weirdest thing you accidentally ate or drank? And I cannot wait to hear these responses. I've not heard them yet, so I'm really excited. They're good. And we're also talking to Natalie Ann about volumizing tips uh, and different ways to get volume in your hair. And we are also doing our products we didn't know we needed. All right, Joe. So I posted, as everyone knows, I disclosed, I think, last week that I accidentally chugged my micellar water that was beside my bed <laughs> and vomited it up. Um, and I actually had a soapy taste in my mouth for the next 24 hours. But so I posted oh. a question box asking, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever accidentally ate or drank? And so I'm going to read a few for you now. So my absolute all-time fave that comes up, it's come up before and it's it came up twice on this question box, is people using their thrush cream as toothpaste by mistake. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. No. So they have that It does look tube. similar. The tube looks so you would, similar. If you've got thrush, you've got that tube on the on yes. the counter. So yeah, yeah, they've yeah. like yeah. grabbed it, put it on the toothpaste and then started brushing their teeth with canister. <laughs> and do you know what? And do you know what? That's amazing. Canister's not disgusting. It's just a cream. Like it's just a cream. Yeah. But yeah. it's the fact that when you think about canister and you think about vaginal brush, yes. that's exactly. the problem. That's the exactly. association. Yeah. So that was probably my favourite, but I'm going to read out some other ones. So I once woke up drinking a tube of Akoya French pear hand cream in my sleep. Oh. How do people? What? Yeah, drinking a tube <laughs> of hand cream in my sleep. How? 
Makes no. Imagine waking up and like and putting that in your mouth. Um, Yeah. This is a good one. Um, Nail polish remover was half asleep, but goddamn, it woke me up. That's dangerous. Oh, wow. That you could have poisoned yourself. You definitely have to vomit. Um, Now, this this one's funny. My dad drank the oil of an oil burner thinking it was water. What? What? Imagine <laughs> why would he pick up the oil burner and sip on the oil? That's so strange. Maybe he was like, oh, this is a fancy cup. <laughs> I did read this one out, but I love that a guy from this girl's work, he she offered him shea butter as hand cream and he just um <laughs> put it in his mouth and ate it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What was going through that she put, she, so she just squeezes, squeezes it, it and he just hand. licks his hand or eats it off his hand. Why? Um, why? I don't know. He thought it, he must have thought it was. But why would you even put food? Like, why would you put cream in someone's hand to eat off their hand? He Maybe it was just a reflex. Like, he'd never used hand cream before, so he didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> so he just, like, licked it off. <laughs> um, the next one is smothered my porridge in cumin once thinking it was cinnamon. But the, oh, but the thing yeah. about this is that they ate it anyway. Why? Oh. Porridge is so cheap. Chuck it out and make a new one. Um, the next one is a schmacko dog treat thinking it was a salami <laughs> stick. <laughs> How bad is That's that? an easy mistake. That's easy. That's an easy mistake. <laughs> Oh, my God. So I don't understand this one. This makes no sense. My mum opened my cellar water in the supermarket, had a few sips and quickly regretted it. Why take a few sips of the supermarket? (laughs) Just wanted to try it. Just wanted to try it. But also it's quite clear what's in that aisle as well. Like that's not ingestible. No. Um, Oh, here we go. I saw Anzac cookie mixture on a spoon, so I ate it. Turned out no one made cookies. It was wet cat food. Oh. <laughs> but but why would you just assume that It's the licking it was... of the rogue spoon but for why... me, not yeah. knowing what's and on it. <laughs> That's the alarming part. It's so specific, Anzac cookie mixture. Yeah. Why did you think yeah. it was Anzac cookie mixture? <laughs> like... Sniff it. Give it a sniff Maybe before it was around you have a taste. Day. But why wouldn't you just go, oh, that's cat food. Yeah. Why would you just eat it? <laughs> um, now, many people, this is this came up a lot, was people thinking that they had water beside their bed in a bottle, but it was vodka. That came mm. up a lot. That's That was a... Uh, oh, here's yeah. another one. I licked a spoon with cat food on it thinking it was chocolate <laughs> mousse cake. What? <laughs> Smell it first, guys. Don't just chuck a rando spoon from the counter in your mouth. I would just never do that. If I saw a spoon on the on the bench, there's no way I'm putting that in my mouth. Oh, my God. This is another one. This, this blows my mind. So this person thought she dropped a sultana on the floor or picked it up. No, it was mouth no, poo. No. Why? Just leave it on the floor. Put it in the bin. No. Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Thought it was a sultana on the floor and it was mouse poo. All right. Um, <laughs> this is another weird one. My mate once drank out of a hot water bottle when she woke from her drunken slumber. Look, we've all been there with a really dry throat after a big night. <laughs> and sometimes there's no water close by. Yeah. 
I can understand um, that. Oh, now this came up quite a bit. So quite a few people have used Dankarub accidentally as lube. No, no. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm sorry to say. That would be incredibly uncomfortable. So there's also quite a few people that took swigs out of cans of soft drink and they were full of Siggy, Siggy butts. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of those. Yeah. And one girl picked up her mum's Coke from the car and it had cigarette butts in it, drank it. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. Oh, here's another one. Off the kitchen bench, what I thought was a blob of jelly from Christmas (laughs) Drival. It was cat food. <laughs> what? Why would you? Why would you eat a blob? A blob off the kitchen bench. <laughs> if you all learn anything from this segment, it's don't eat anything of a rogue spoon or, or the, the bench. bench. Okay, it's cat food. I love. I love that they're so specific. Like I thought it was jelly from Christmas trifle. <laughs> it's always cat food. Okay. Uh, this is interesting. Old Ural thinking it was water literally tasted like poison. Old Ural. Don't you have to mix that with water? Why would you? Yeah, I thought it was a powder. Yeah, interesting. Um, (laughs) I was very little and mum drained fat from the fryer into our cordial container. I took a big swig. That was that's that's definitely mum's fault. Yeah, that'd put you off cordial for life, I reckon. Oh, this is an interesting beauty one. Seawater. My brother had a bottle of it in the fridge for his acne. I don't think you should be using seawater on acne. Is that to dry it out? I think that's to dry it out. Uh, I guess so. I mean, you use salt water as like a antibacterial kind of thing. So I, yeah. I can understand his premise there so the next is an ex-boyfriend of mine ate marinating chicken tenderloins thinking they were sashimi fish oh what that would make you so sick (laughs) this is a cute okay this is the last one i had a roast dinner with with sticky date sauce instead of gravy what accidentally put sticky date sauce over the meal (laughs) but i think the moral of the story is please don't pick up random blobs of food in the kitchen. Yes, or spoons. Yeah, because it sounds like it's cat food or it'll be dog food (laughs) or some sort of animal food. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for sending those in. They were hilarious. I feel like mine wasn't even bad now. The micellar water was Yeah. There's some mum in a supermarket chugging it, (laughs) not even by accident in the dark. She just chugged it in a brightly lit supermarket. So everyone knows that Hannah and I have very different hair types. Uh, my hair is extremely flat, so this topic is something that I really wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, I don't really need much tips. help with the volume at the moment. How crazy. You do- oh, I think you're good, Hannah. Oh, it's getting really out of hand. <laughs> She's just pulled her hair out. Whoa. I was almost embarrassed to come on the call because I'm like, oh, Natalie Ann's going to be on there and my hair looks terrible. I feel like you say this every time I'm on a call with you. And I'm like, I love your hair. I just love it. I love it. You need to embrace it. <laughs> So we're speaking about volume with celebrity hairstylist and GHD ambassador Natalie Ann today. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much, girls. It's always beautiful chatting with you guys. So as I mentioned, and as you can see, Hannah and I do have uh, opposite hair types when it comes to volume. She's got heaps of body in her hair, 
Whereas mine's always like really flat and nothing works in my hair. Nothing I do seems to make a difference. So can you tell us what actually gives the hair the appearance of volume and body? Like what is it that makes one person's hair full of volume and the next person's completely flat? Uh, definitely it's it's obviously your hair density and your hair texture but I think it also mm-hmm. has to do with you know how you prep your hair so I don't know what your day-to-day hair care routine is but it's really important that you are clarifying your hair properly so cleansing it properly mm-hmm. making sure that you know I know this sounds like a really basic sort of solution but making sure that you wash your hair anywhere between twice to three times in the shower like shampoos because mm-hmm. most people just do one and that's crazy to me because yep. it's just kind of cleaning the surface. Yeah, Three. Three mm-hmm. is really I important. I do do two. <laughs> I have to do three. Uh, I have to do like five but we're yeah. not going to talk about that <laughs> in between wash days. But it, it's crazy how like different you feel. Um, you feel so much more cleansed when you go to a hairdresser to get your hair shampooed mm. properly. So I think start there, making sure that you're cleansing properly. Use a clarifying shampoo to make sure that you're removing any kind of residue of old product. Um, Detox by O&M is like probably one of my favorites. And um, yeah, just make sure that you're doing that before you condition. Condition your mid lengths and ends first. Then use a tiny little bit of conditioner on your root area and make sure you rinse properly. So once you rinse properly, Mm. then you're going to make sure that you have, you know, the optimum sort of results to start getting that volume in. Mm. Do you think people with like, say for me, because I've got curly hair, even when I straighten it or like add curls into it, still has a lot of volume, even though I flattened it down. Is that just like the texture of curly hair and the fact that it's got more body? It's all about your density, you know, so it's amount the amount Mm. of hair that you have and your hair texture your hair texture and my hair texture is very similar I could literally flat iron my hair I could Mm. blow dry it first do all of the results but then still have that root puff Mm. and that's just because I have our curly hair Mm. humidity Um, so naturally we're kind of blessed in that department where we we naturally have that volume so I would suggest if you don't have that volume, using dried textured products post shampoo and conditioner is also really important. So volumizing powders, I'm queen of dry powders. I love them. I think they're going to give you like root lift in a bottle. And mm. then make sure mm-hmm. that you're using like a, you know, a texture spray on your mid lengths and ends to puff it right up. Mm. For those who've tried everything and their hair just goes flat after five minutes, what do you think they're doing wrong even if they're kind of using products and they're giving it their best shot what are they doing wrong i'm gonna put it down to again clarifying the wrong way Mm -hmm. i think it's the the simple solution that most girls should really try and Mm -hmm. like even a scalp scrub makes a Mm -hmm. huge difference like i don't know have you ever used like a scalp exfoliating scrub yeah yeah i use the christophe raban one like every second wash (laughs) do you feel like that helps Yeah, it definitely keeps my hair cleaner for longer. So it doesn't, like my hair doesn't feel as oily or weighed down when I use that. So I feel like, again, clarifying the right way, using that sort of salt Mm -hmm. scrub. I haven't actually tried the Christopher Arban one, but I've heard some intense reviews, like it's so good. Mm. So um, I would definitely try that. And, uh, you know, understand that we do have products available now that you can sort of try different sort of formulations to see what works right Mm -hmm. for your hair type. Because not every hair type is the same. I think you just got to find yeah. find what works best for you. 
Yeah, when mm. I was younger, I always would buy like curl creams and things like that, <laughs> thinking that would give me that would like, weigh it curly down. Hair, and it just I know it's yeah, crazy. And it would just do absolutely nothing for me. But I think a lot of people do that. Of course they do, and you know, and it's not mm. it's not because they don't understand. It's probably just because they haven't been taught, you know. So I would definitely yeah, ask a hairdresser exactly. the next time you pop in. But also, you know, it's going to be trial and error. Samples are amazing. Try yeah. and get as many samples as you can and just try to see before you commit to, you know, the whole range of particular products. But also keeping your hair wet and letting it air dry can also make it greasy. So I think mm-hmm. as soon as you jump out of the shower and you've clarified properly, make sure that you toss your head upside down, place a tonic or a root or a volumizing product on your root area and make sure you get that root nice and dry. And that will definitely mm-hmm. help you last longer. So you both said that you, even when you straighten your hair or you straighten it and then you curl it, you've still got that body in your hair. So for those people who have that natural puff in their hair, as you say, if they're wanting to get more of a sleek look, what are your tips for taming big hair? Uh, I'm going to say the Color Wow range is probably Mm. one of my favorites for that. Yeah. Like, honestly, you know, (laughs) Chris Appleton did not lie when he said that this is like Mm -hmm. the solution. (laughs) And it really is. Like, it's almost a keratin in a bottle. Like, Mm. you know, if you've ever had a keratin done and you've had that feeling and you understand, it's that really super glass. Like it, it transforms my texture, like, and mm. nothing really mm-hmm. transforms my texture. So, um, and I'm not a brand ambassador for Color Wow. Like I just genuinely buy it from Adore Beauty be. and love it. <laughs> I know I really should, but it's, you know, it's one of those things that like, I usually just buy it from Adore and mm. I, I love it. And I have it in my bridal kit. It's really important that mm. my bride stays smooth and it's like 12 mm. 13 hours of sustainability. Like there's no room for puff. They book me for that reason, you Mm. know, and touch-ups. So, you know, you've got to make sure that you are cleansing properly, you know, using a hydrating treatment. Then you're going to go through, use Dream Coat on saturated hair, blow dry that in, flat iron it. And then if you really need to, you could place it or wrap it down with like a hairnet or almost like a flat net to make sure that you're going to keep that root flat and shiny. I second that. Color wow's like next level, especially if you've got <laughs> curly hair and you want to have a super sleek, straight look. That's what I would do too. I did that for my sister's wedding on my own hair and it kept it flat the whole day. Yeah, it's like pin straight, but it mm. also has this beautiful sheen, you know, mm. that it, the hair looks like glass. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. that's one of the only products that I've actually used that keeps hair really silky and mm. smooth all day. And um, back to volume for fine hair, can you give us your top five products for creating volume in fine, flat hair? Um, I love Tonic by O&M. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you guys ever tried that? That's really I good. I've not I love tried that it, no, root. but I'm going to add it to my cart right now <laughs> as we're talking. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those products that I feel like, you know, not many people sort of are exposed to. And then I mm-hmm. use it to have it in my kit for super fine hair. It's a spritz sort of spray, which works really well wet. I also like the... Um, it's the Kevin Murphy Bodybuilder. That one is really good. Um, so if you guys, Tonic, Bodybuilder, um, Natalie and Hair Care, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm going to like my powders. <laughs> We've got two different strength powders. You've got a volumizing powder and a texture powder. So one is a lot stronger than the other. Um, so depending on your hair type, if you're finer, definitely go for the texture. If you're thicker, go for the volume. Um, Desert Dry by O&M is incredible as well, especially as a cocktail. So if you want something for your mid-lengths and ends. Um, and dry shampoo. 
So, you know, dry shampoos like across the board, I'm going to say is always going to give you, especially from next day or third day hair, just that little bit more volume and grip. One product I found has made a huge difference for me is the R&Co Spiritualized Dry Shampoo. It's a mist and you dry it into your hair. And I find if I put that in the night before and then I sleep on it, I've got the most volume that I can ever get in my hair really? the next day. So that's a really good one, yeah. Which one is it? It's the R&Co Spiritualized Dry Shampoo Mist. I'm going to have to give that one a try. So it goes on wet? Yes, so it goes on wet. So you just drench like I usually just do the front of my hair here and around my hairline where it's like visibly greasy. Um, and then I dry it in with my Dyson. Well, a lot of my clients like the Wade foam, the dry shampoo foam. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. And then I think it's just a matter of what you prefer from an application point of view. Like if you're an aerosol yeah. girl and you find it super easy to just spray and go, great. If you, mm. you know, are happy to re-wet it and kind of refresh then that's always good. And then obviously powders, if you love the texture and the mm-hmm. grit, and some people just love that feeling, then there's so many different options now. So I guess we're just so lucky. Yeah. Can I just ask, the mm-hmm. only thing that I find is when I add um, volume products in my scalp, sometimes we'll get a bit irritated and then I'll be like, oh, like I'll have to wash my hair quicker than I would if I just left my hair natural. Do people, like are some people more sensitive to like adding a lot of product in for volume? I definitely think so, but I'm going to say it's the amount of fragrance. Okay. Like, do you have problems with like really fragranced product? Um, I find that my scalp does get quite irritated if I do dry shampoo day after day or if I'm doing a volume powder and I'll start. Joe, do you get that as well? Like my scalp will start to just to feel a bit irritated. Not really. I don't experience the okay. same thing. I'm super sensitive. Um, yes, but I'm going to say it's always from fragrance. Okay. So All try right. and find a fragrance free yeah. uh, volumizing range. It's something that my husband and I have been really discussing because I have really sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, are we doing a fragrance free line? Yeah. It's just so hard because people love the <sighs> fragrance as well, yeah. you know, and especially mm. being a dry shampoo, it has that deodorizing power. So, you know, it's masking, yeah. you know, the oil scent or, or gym scent. So they that's why they usually amp up the fragrance amount in those products. That's true. And some people are totally sold by a fragrance as well, like the Orbe Dry Texturizing Spray. I feel like people buy that for the, the smell of it. A hundred percent. And like mm. just the amount of money that that brand spent just on their fragrance house and their mm. nose yeah. and, you know, getting their signature fragrances right, it just goes to show mm. that's why. And now what about hot tools? So we recently spoke about hot rollers and hot brushes, which are all the rage at the moment. What are your thoughts on these tools? Look, hot brushes, go for them. I think it's so easy to use a hot brush. Like you're not trying to multitask between a blow dryer and a brush and then Mm. trying to like, you know, reverse engineer how I do a DIY tutorial, you know? So like I get that, you know, (laughs) most people struggle with, with using both hands. Um, so definitely the hot brushes go for them. And I would say if you want more volume, go for a rounder shaped hot brush, Mm -hmm. um, because that's Mm going to give you that root lift at the top. But as for hot rollers, guys, I'm not a fan. (laughs) Like a Velcro roller. Yes. A hundred percent, but you've got to make sure that the section's hot. But I feel like most girls use hot rollers without styling their hair. They just put the hot roller in hot and expect that it's enough heat to give them volume. Mm -hmm. And it's so not the case. So they'll spend like an hour trying to put hot rollers in and then it just kind of goes straight. And my hair holds any shape 
and my hair will drop with hot rollers. Mm. So not worth the time. <laughs> I don't think so. And if you're going to do it, use a Velcro <laughs> and add heat. Yep. Okay. Good tip. And do you have any bodybuilding hacks you can share with us that our audience might not know about? I think there's like some staples like that I love, like tossing your hair upside down, making sure that your hair is always dry from the roots to the ends first. Um, Over directing. So if, for example, you part your hair in the center and you want like huge amounts of volume, always flipping it right or left is going to give you organically so much more body and shape. Teasing. I know it's like one of those miscon like, you know, people kind of like, oh, I don't tease my hair because it's damaging. I just feel like if you tease the right way and mm-hmm. you're using the right products and you're, you know, and you have an event, why not? Mm-hmm. Using a teasing comb is always one that I will go to. And updos. Like I think if you have your hair up, it always gives you the appearance that you have a lot more hair. So mm-hmm. try it mm-hmm. that way. Nice. Great tips. Very, very handy. I'm going to go and find that O&M product on the site now and add that to my next order. <laughs> yeah, make sure you use it wet. <laughs> okay, will do. And I'll, I'll dry it in and make sure my hair's properly dry. <laughs> Thanks, Natalie Ann, for joining us today to talk all things volume. Thanks, girls. Enjoy your trip to Thailand. I wish I was there with you, girl. Okay, product we didn't know we needed. So mine is the Dermalogica Skin Smoothing Cream. So uh, as we all know, my favorite moisturizer is the Aspect Phytostat 9. But sometimes, occasionally, I just like to see what else is out there. And I like to try different things so that I can recommend things at different price points and stuff like that. So I had a sample of the Dermalogica Skin Smoothing Cream in my little shelves that are behind me as we speak, Hannah. Mm -hmm. And I actually have come to really enjoy it. The only thing I don't like about it is that it's got a little cap on it. It's really quite hard to get off. Mm-hmm. So I keep trying, I have to get really get my nails under it to open it, but then it comes open quite easily. I don't know. Anyway, so this moisturizer, I would say is probably best for normal to dry skin. It's quite rich, but it's got a hyaluronic acid complex in it. It's got some botanical extracts in it that are rich in antioxidants. Um, Like it's got vitamin E in there, so that helps to protect against, you know, environmental damage and vitamin C as well. Uh, But it really does help to lock in hydration. Mm -hmm. I find that I even wake up the next morning and my skin's still really plump and hydrated. It's about, I think the 50 mil is like 65 bucks or 62 to 65 bucks. So definitely significantly cheaper than Phytostat 9, um, but a really good option if you have normal to dry skin. I really found this very, very hydrating and quite liked it. I'm going to keep using it. Very nice. I've got the 50 mil tube, so I think I'll end up getting through it. I think I have one of those at home, but if you're saying it's for dry skin, Mm. but I do like a moisturizer for dry skin. Yeah, I'd say normal to dry. Mm. Like I would say just use a little bit less if you've got more normal skin, because otherwise it will be quite shiny on your face, but I've just been using it at night. I like it. Nice. What's yours? So I actually was quite shocked by this product the other night. I hadn't used it. Um, Amy Clark Mm -hmm. gave me a little sample of it. It's the Alterna My Hair, My Canvas, Easy Does It Air Dry Balm. That's a long name. So I put it on, I think I put it on two nights ago. I had washed my hair and I just was like, oh, I'm going to try this tonight. I, I don't know why I hadn't used it before. Anyway, I was watching some TV and then I got up and I felt my hair and I was like, why is my hair so already really like had dried so um, quickly? So basically it's like an air dry balm. So if you like to air dry your hair, this 
is like a really good balm. Redken has a good one of them as well. Yeah, okay. Well, this one's basically, I haven't used one before, but basically it's a hydrating styling balm. It helps to like, uh, it helps with frizz and then it also helps to bring out the natural texture. So it's definitely good for wavy, curly um, hair, especially if you just like scrunch up the hair. Mm. Um, But the thing for me was the reducing the drying time. It was like, it was like, Mm. it was almost like quite magical. I was like, why is my hair already so dry? Because usually my hair, because there's so much of it and it's like so heavy, it's like takes ages to dry. Usually it's overnight, but it already had like dried out quite a lot. So I think because it's got that kind of jewel, it's both like a styling balm for curly wavy hair, but then also helps to dry hair quicker. It would be really Mm. good like if you're in the morning and you couldn't be bothered like styling your hair before work and you needed to wash it after the gym and you you just chuck that in, scrunched up your curls and let them air dry. That would be absolutely perfect for you. So good for travel because it's not, I don't, didn't bring a hair dryer or anything. So I just let my hair air dry. Um, But the only thing is my hair is completely at the moment. It's so dry. Uh, I have have no hair masks left. I have no hair stuff uh, left, but I'm I'm coming home in like two weeks. So there's no point in getting anything. And so the other day I was in 7-Eleven, I was like, I bought some... (laughs) Bought some like hair mask in 7-Eleven. Anyway, it didn't really do much. So as you can probably imagine. I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, Speaking of 7-Eleven though, did you see the uh, the PR move that happened Why did I not week? know about this earlier? I mean, I didn't know a heap about okay. it either. That was, <laughs> I saw Matthew on the Instagram stories and I saw yes, all the yeah. um, comments that people were making. I think it's brilliant. Really brilliant. Yeah, so it really did set the internet on fire on uh, yeah on Monday, I think it was, Monday or Tuesday. Uh, so we actually collaborated with 7-Eleven. Um, they came to us with this idea to do a coffee scrub with their used coffee grounds and it's a dollar on Adore Beauty. I don't even know if it'll still be in stock by the time this episode comes out, but yeah, really, it, a lot of people thought it was an April Fool's joke. Um, I which did a little bit In too. hindsight, we probably should have timed that with April Fool's because we're so close to April 1. We should have just done that. Um, but, no, it is a real product, but it's limited edition, only around for a very short period of time. So, yeah, if you want to try the 7-Eleven scrub, you can. So you, just add, <laughs> a dollar. so you just add it to your cart after and it's a dollar yeah i'm gonna buy yeah i'm gonna buy a few actually i gotta do an order before i come home um i did use it on my feet to get tan off and it did leave my feet very soft and smooth i think Mm. it's just um coffee grounds and like a mixture of coconut oil Mm. and glycerin i'm pretty sure so nice yeah that did cause a bit of a fuss on the internet but love it yeah if it if it's still available on site you can pick it up for a limited time only for a dollar which is how much the 7-eleven coffees are so on that note i drink seven i've been drinking um 7-eleven coffee here have you is it the same worldwide i wonder um, it's actually not that bad here. It's really not that bad. I, yeah. because the coffee's so hit and miss in Thailand, I either drink, mm. you'll, you'll die, but I either drink Nescafe instant coffee or 7-Eleven coffee. It's just cause I'm not surprised sometimes you get a coffee that is so bitter and you're just like, I can't yeah. drink this. And it's, it's a little bit hit and miss. Uh, it's better. I'm in Chiang Mai at the moment. It's actually better. It's meant to be a lot better here, but yeah. I'm like actually used to Nescafe instant coffee now. So what you're saying is that you're hanging out for a Melbourne coffee. I 
you have no idea. Like, Are you going to land and get a coffee so immediately? literally <laughs> what I'm going to do, I think I land at night. The next morning, I'm going to go over to Sloan Ranger, my favorite coffee shop near my place. I'm going to get a large, long black. And then I'm going to sit in bed mm. and just like enjoy it. I actually, yes. thinking about it nice. gives me tingles. <laughs> Fanny flutters. <laughs> and do you know what I'm also going to do that night? And this also is giving me tingles. I'm gonna make na- I'm gonna make nachos, and I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna I'm yes. gonna eat them in front of the TV, and then I'm gonna do a puzzle. <laughs> yeah, I love that for you. Lockdown Hannah's back. Lockdown Hannah. <laughs> yeah, she's had a lot of fun though, so she needs a bit of like quiet. She time. has. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah's had a moment, and now Hannah's got to return. She's gonna return temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <gasps> All right, guys. All right. See ya. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.